Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 371, recorded live on Friday, August 1st, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who has been here for all these intros, Dave Clay. (laughs) Hi, everyone. And the man who can't speak, Andy Lowe. Hi. This does not bode well, sir. Four attempts at an intro. Four attempts. And wow. On off-peak hour recording time. Well, I don't know. It is Friday night after prime time. I feel like this is like prime Netflix time. I am supposed to be, right now, leveling my character to Mythic Tier 5. What? Pathfinder. Oh. We we just defeated uh, this, this terrible, terrible dungeon where we had to make a wish with a treachery demon and fight a really high-level wizard. Um, fun, fun fact for you potential GMs out there, when the character you're playing has an int in the, like, 30s, you can cheat and get away with it because it's stuff that the character would have done because he is so goddamn smart. <laughs> Yes, I'd like to roll to see if my play, my character can recognize this. All right, you need to roll higher than a 20. Well, I don't even need to roll. No, because a natural one is still a failure. Oh, you're right. Uh, but it's more like, okay, so our druid turns into a giant air elemental, and the fucker pulls out a little iron jar, which is the equivalent of a genie's lamp, to suck the air elemental into it. Oh, that's funny. Like, what the hell? Like, he knew your, your, your tactics. He's been watching you for, I don't know, fucker. It's been watching us for 10 levels. God, I got to do something with that Pathfinder. It's good. So fun. I know, and I've got my story, and I just need to get it going. Yep, because now I I actually know how to create Pathfinder characters. I'd be very happy to try again. Just got to do everything one step at a time. It's just trying to do my push-ups, do my squats, do my running. Do your full-time job. Full-time job, and we're doing biking, and... So so you do like one a day, right? You do push-ups one day and biking one day and oh. running one day and then Pathfinder I, one day. I still have to do my squats and my push-ups today. God damn it, you're going to be like bulked. I can't be bulked. We've gone That's over true. this. Right. I am officially missing the amino acid that builds muscle. They, yeah, but you can buy that amino acid, can't I you? know, yes. That's what I've been doing. Like, I've been taking a supplement every yeah, day. It's that your body doesn't produce it on its own. Mm-mm. You're like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think that came across the way you wanted it to. I was trying to do like... <laughs> I was. I had like arm movements as well. I think if would you have seen the whole picture, it would have worked better. You, you. Uh, if you edit that out, I am going to be pissed at you. Just no, no, so I, you know. Okay. I never ed- edit anything out. I just. Yeah, that's awesome. Just, Unless we have guests and they ask us to to edit something out, we'll yes. do that. But. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> I was trying to do that raptor noise. And- that was not a raptor noise, Andy. That was like a sexy kitten noise. <laughs> <laughs> we have to record on Friday nights more often. This no, is fantastic. No, this is horrible. <laughs> this started so, going downhill even before we started recording. It was, it's, oh. Yep. 
So why are we recording on Friday, Andy? Uh, because tomorrow is Rachel Hansowitz's, uh sister of Aaron Hansowitz, the man we always talk about with the random topics. Her uh, wedding was back in June or July. Mm-hmm. July 20th. Okay. And so that uh, was out in Seattle. Ah. But she has a lot of family in Michigan, and so they are doing a hometown party tomorrow on Saturday Aww. when we get recording. And so That's very nice of them. Yes, very true. Tell her I say hello. Will do. Okay. And then Sunday, our family was doing something. And so since we were already over there, we're like, okay. Uh, silly family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, uh, this weekend's going to be packed. Have you, have you ever heard of a magic brownie? I think it's called a magic brownie. It might just be magic bar. Are we talking about a brownie stuffed with weed? No. Magic cookie bars. There we go. Maybe that's what they're called. Because if you say friend, like, I took a friend out to dinner. I, I'm not, no, not that kind of magic brownie, Andy. That's what you Andy. said. Have you heard of a magic brownie? I'm like, uh, Dave, are you doing weed? I'm not doing weed. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine, I took her out to dinner and she, she wanted to thank me for it. And so she made a brownie with a cookie on top of it. Hmm. So there is a layer of brownie. Yes. Followed by a layer of cookie dough mixed okay. with peanut butter and topped with uh, chocolate chips and peanut butter chips and Reese's peanut butter cup minis. That sounds delicious. I'm eating it, and I'm pretty sure it's close to like a thousand calories per four square inches. We went to a Growlers game. Remember, I was talking about that the that Growler hamburger that was had like instead of buns, it was just two bear claw donuts. Mm-hmm. Went to a Growlers game, and I'm like half tempted to just buy it just to see what this thing was, but I'm like. I don't know. Oh, that's a lot of calories. Oh, oh. so many calories. At some point, I, uh, what were we doing? I think remember like, you. You can't build muscle. You can build fat. Yes, I have officially passed 150 pounds. Woo! Congratulations, you've almost caught up to me. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Um, so what I was thinking was, uh, I forgot when we tried this, but at some point we got some like caramel spread or something like that. So we got a, we had a brownie and then you put a layer of caramel and then you put an, another brownie on top. Brownie, caramel, brownie. Yes. So it's a brownie with caramel in it. Yes. Okay. I know it's not that. that that's not like, oh my God, why, why didn't people do that? Like this is a brownie with cookie on top of it. But yeah, that's a bit more mind blowing than brownie and caramels, especially since you can actually buy the... Betty Crocker mixes that are right. brownie and caramel. Yeah, I love how I Google magic brownies, and the first result is how to make the perfect marijuana brownie. Uh, no. Try looking for magic bar instead of magic brownie. Magic bar. Magic cookie bars. There we go. That's better. Much better. <laughs> much, my, much better. My guess is, though, if you had the first one, you might have munchies for the second. God, I hope not. Like, I can only eat so much of this at a time because it is so rich and filling. No, I, 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 I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> so, should we uh, not talk about food? I swear we can go an episode without talking what about food. What kind of episode That's... would this be? What kind, I, I, it is my, my agenda to make sure that we talk about food in every episode. Damn it, Dave. Okay, but we can stop talking about food and talk about The Sims. Oh, The Sims. The, the Sims 2 that I got for free through Origin. Oh, You did? Yes, I did do it. Oh, no. Andy, no. I haven't installed it yet, though. Oh, uh, you might be okay. Might be okay. So why might I not be okay? Well, because EA did a really, really silly thing. Okay. Because it's EA. 
And they added a little bit of copy protection to The Sims 2. Do you remember Securom? Oh, no. no. Yes, Andy. No, yes, no. Securom. Andy, you need to act better. <laughs> no, <laughs> I... That's pretty terrible acting, Andy. Sorry, it's just, still, this is... When I read this, I'm like, really? Oh, son of a bitch. Yep, yep. Yay, Securom. Oh, no, not yay, Securom. No. It's, it's in there. <laughs> Um, which means, I mean, Securom basically was, was a rootkit. Yeah, it was Sony's little fun piece of software that would install the DRM and then not uninstall itself, even though you uninstalled the software that it installed it with. Yep. So it would just hang around on your computer. With security holes for other things to get in. Yep. Because that's awesome. Good job, EA. Very, very, very impressed. The link that I linked, though, for this um, at the bottom gives you a uh, way of... Google instructions? Yes. Uh, a known Securom file, paul.dll. Oh. Someone really hated a guy named Paul. <laughs> or there was a guy named Paul who's an idiot. One of the two. Or it's just some acronym. Protection and something library. I don't know. But yeah, it's Sims 2 for free, but then you deal with Securom. Have fun. <sighs> oh, EA. Oh, oh, poor Andy. OEA. What do you mean OEA? Stupidity is what it is. Well, it's not only that, but it's also, I was trying to segue into the, another EA topic. Okay. Um, EA Access. Okay. Okay. So EA Access is a subscription service exclusively to the Xbox One that allows players to download and play a selection of EA games, dubbed the EA Vault, for a monthly or annual fee. And the monthly fee is $5 a month. Okay. So you'd get access to previous EA games, like yeah. FIFA, Madden, Peggle, Battlefield. So, okay. Uh on the downside is like do you still have to buy the game or is the subscription all you need well it's a subscription for old ea games okay so um let's see it's another you get 10 percent discount on all ea purchases from the xbox game store no, that's not so good uh and you get download and play trial versions of new ea games up to five days before their release dates Woo! So here's where my thought went with this and would have been brilliant for EA. Okay. NCAA football, which they are not making this year. No. Nope. Because they lost their lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's go hypothetical and say they decided to turn it on again. Okay. Five bucks a month comes out to what? For a year? Yep. 50 plus another 10, 60. Right. How much does a game cost new? 60, at least. So it's basically just buying it year after year in a addition to whatever else you're going to get yes so you know it, it's not great but I, I i could see that actually working out in their favor especially if they lowered it like four bucks a month dollar a week so at the beginning i said it was exclusive to the xbox one right yeah it's because they took this plan to sony and sony turned it down sony said eh, no yeah, they went on record saying it doesn't represent a good value for its customers. Wow! Yeah. Wow! The fuck? Since when has Sony cared about that? I don't know, but that's that's harsh words coming from one of the big guys to one of the other big guys. Yeah, like, of all the of all the things that so he's like, eh, you know what? That's not actually a good value for our users. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I mean, I, huh. We don't, the company is specifically said, this is, this is their exact quote. We don't think asking our fans to pay an additional $5 a month for this EA specific program represents good value. I'm 
thoroughly impressed with Sony. That's very grown up of them. I know. My guess is they, 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 cause, oh, you're going to have to pay for Xbox One's gold or whatever it is. Yep. And then you'd have to pay for this. Um, now, there, there is another side to that Sony statement. Oh? That's what they said publicly. True. Right? That we don't think this is a good deal for our users. But that might not be what they told EA. They might have told EA, sure, for this percentage. So if it was a different cost per month, maybe then they would have? Not, not necessarily the cost per month, the cut. Ah. The question is, how much is EA paying Microsoft to do this? That's an excellent question. And how much did they offer Sony, and what was Sony's counteroffer before Sony said, hey, you know what, nah, we're, we're just not going to do it. Now, that is being, you know, very devious and, and et cetera, et cetera, and it is entirely possible, in fact, quite likely that Sony actually said, no, that's that's not along the ideals that we've set for this platform. And if that is the case, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a, a, a grown-up adult company that actually concer- is, is concerned about its users. If it really was, eh, they didn't offer us enough money, fuck you. I don't know. This thing, oh, it's going to be ridiculous. So I'd have to buy the Xbox One. I'd have to pay for the Xbox One online service, what it, whichever that is, a month. And I have to pay $5 another month to get a back catalog to select EA titles and then get free trials on the new ones. I don't know. For me, that does not seem to be that much of a yeah. incentive. Yeah, you know, it, you'd, you'd have to spend, it, there is a $30 per year option. It's only half the cost. Ooh. That's, I mean, that's cheaper than the 4 bucks a month I was talking about. True, very true. So that's actually really that's that's not terrible, but and yeah. You know, so again, if they were to release like every year, they release the NCAA from two years ago. Well, at thirty bucks a year, that's what you'd pay in store. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually that wouldn't be too terrible. In fact, it wouldn't be terrible at all, and I might even do it because I enjoyed playing those other football games and it would be cool to do that and have other people do it and be able to have the servers online and things like that. Do you disagree? You want to disagree on principle. I know that. Yeah, but I'm not sure if I can. You're like, damn it, it's wrong. But the deal actually isn't that bad. Yeah. For what they're offering, I don't think it's worth it. No. I do not think it's worth it. And props to Sony for turning it down. And hopefully it was for the right reasons and not, yeah, they didn't offer us enough money. Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else about Sony and Sony screwing up? Uh, or is this just like a bizarro episode? This <laughs> is a bizarro Andy episode. Andy can't do an opening and Sony does something like, what? Here's, okay, here's another bizarro thing. The U.S. government has actually done a decent thing with cell phones. What? Uh, you remember there was the DMCA exception to cell phone unlocking? Yeah, where the Library of Congress had to keep on reinstating that law. Otherwise, it was like the typing in the code into Lost. You had to do it every so often. Otherwise, the world will blow up. I didn't watch Lost. <gasps> Either did I. Then how are you making a... Never mind, because I know the reference you're making anyway. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's everybody knows the reference. The Dharma Initiative? Uh-huh. Collective? Something, right? Yes. Okay. Is it Initiative? Or am I just still stuck on Pathfinder? Roll initiative. Shit. I cast a spell. Nope. Roll initiative. They might go first. Damn it. Laws of probability. The Dharma initiative. Yep. Cool. You got it. I usually go first anyway because my Inquisitor has an initiative of plus 13. Why is your Inquisitor going first? Because he has an initiative of plus 13. Wait, that, that makes no sense in the, in the outside of the RPG context. 
Having your Inquisitor with plus 13 doesn't seem right. Well, Inquisitors get their wisdom added to their initiative. Oh, for the love of Pete. Like, they are actually supposed to go first. So I'm sorry, when I hear of, in- first off, when I hear Inquisitor in my head, I go directly Monty to Monty Python. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Nope. But after that, <laughs> I imagine just uh, a guy sitting there as, in- oh, as, as a mental interrogator, a mental Inquisitors, torturer. So Inquisitors in, in Pathfinder are like all about identifying monsters and heretics. So that means that they have super fast reflexes? They go first. They got to get the first shot off. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. Okay, that's fine. Where were we? DMCA. Right. Yes. Cell phone unlocking is legal again. Oh, well, that's good. Congress reinstated the law that gives an exception to the DMCA. And President Barack Obama signed it into office. Woot. Not into office. Into law. That's what I meant. Signed it into office. Whoops. I swear I know U.S. government. I promise. I really do. It was actually one of my highest grades in high school was my government class. So now just to point out, this law does not um, permanently allow it. No, still a temporary measure. Yeah, it reinstated the exemption that lapsed before that made it illegal, and they reinstated the exemption for one more year. So for the next year, you can get your cell phone unlocked? Yes. And then once that year is up, no more. For free, right? Like it, it's that they have to unlock it and they have to unlock it for free of charge. Yes. Is it after you've had it for a certain amount of time? Or could I walk into the Sprint store with my LG G3 and say, unlock this? Well, I think it's part of your two-year contract that you're not allowed to. Okay, but I could take my, my S3 yes. in and be like, I want this unlocked. Yes. Okay. Now, just remember, that doesn't mean you can't, you can take your AT&T phone and take it over to Verizon because... Different technologies. Yes. What a scam. Well, we're all going to LTE anyway, so... Yep. We all divided apart, and now we're all just slowly coming back together again. It'll be one company, too, so that's okay. No, that's not okay. <laughs> Damn it, right, the opposite of okay. Yes. Bizarro! So, speaking of Bizarros... Uh, what? Where are you going with this? Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Okay, I was kind of like, speaking of Bizarro things, well, yes, that's been our theme going along. You know, it would be Bizarro as if Andy does, did a segue without speaking of... In my head, I'm trying to figure something out, but I can't. Yeah? All right. PC video game mods. What about speaking of PC video game mods? Well, normally they're free, right? No, but no. okay. Go ahead. When was the last time you paid for a video game mod for the PC game? Did you buy Gary's mod? No. I'm, well, I might have at some point. Do you know that Gary's mod is one of the most popular things there is? Well, not things, but like popular mods. No, what does it do? It lets you do whatever you want with Source. Oh. Damn it, and I opened up Steam and now it's updating. Oh, and <laughs> there goes the podcast. <laughs> And it's like, do I own Gary's mod? Didn't you get the... Well, it might not not have been in there because it's not a Valve product. Okay, but so so typically they are free. Yes. Yes. Like most of them are free. Who's selling one? Uh, Some guys who did... Remember remember Tag? It was one of the PAX 10, I think like the very first year. Yeah, it it inspired Portal 2. Yeah, where those... Pre- the previous levels in Portal 2 was basically tag. Well, now yeah. somebody kind of took the... Basically, and combined Portal 2 and tag and did some more... I like how you, you can combine the spiritual successor to the origin and get something new. Yes. Okay. Um, Aperture so- tag, the paint gun testing initiative. Yes. Okay. 
So you don't actually work with portals, you just work with... The, the gels. The gels, yes. Which is what you were supposed to do in tag. Yes. So they didn't really... I mean, they, they took tag and used the portal um, assets. Yes. Um, so it's about two or three hours of gameplay accordingly. Okay, so um, it's longer than portal. God, now I'm actually kind of curious how quickly I can get through the original portal. Do you remember the all the rooms? I remember most of the rooms. I remember the one I room mean, that you could beat without even actually doing the room like it's supposed to. Right. That was they, a fun they one. Realized, uh, a portal speed run in 8 minutes and 31 seconds. Whew, okay, I can't do that fast. Yeah, if you watch these guys do it, it they, they have to have macroed this. I don't know how. Uh, there were no cheats, hacks, or modifications while the speed running took place. Can be done on the current version of Portal without using any console commands. Wow. On a completely bizarre note, um, I have a coupon in my Steam items that's 60% off drunken robot pornography. Oh, those fuckers. Yeah, I, I have that same coupon. Wow. What? I just, I just watched them cheat. Oh. It's, uh, that's, that's what they're doing. Is they're, they're cheating to get in eight minutes. They're cheating. <laughs> they're totally cheating. They're doing things like picking up a camera and then jumping on the camera, but picking up the camera while they jump so it keeps going higher, so they jump higher. Oh, boo. Like, they're just warping through levels. Boo. Such hacks. Such hacks. Wall hacks. Says there's no cheats or hacks, but I mean, there's no hacks in the sense they didn't modify it, but that's hacking. Okay, I'm done watching. That's bending the laws of physics in a game that doesn't really bend the laws of physics. Yeah, no, this is like using computers to your advantage. Okay, so it's really this, cool, but yeah, that's not a, a real run. Okay, so this mod is seven dollars. Okay, and it seems to be having a bunch of people in uproar about the price of it. Okay, I mean it's longer than the original game. Yes, it comes with voice acting. Yes, it comes with its own original score. And yeah, I mean further down it says like, hey, they aren't quality, but it's an independent group. I don't know. Like I, I feel. If you do a good a good enough job, it's it's a market. It's people will pay what they think it's worth for. What are your thoughts on it? I don't know. I seven dollars seems a little high, especially how since much was on, Portal? Yeah, that's the, well. How much is Portal now? Well, Portal was part of the the Portal was part of the orange box. Yes, and now it's like five bucks. So seven bucks is kind of high because it's not going to be nearly the, the quality production value. It's one of those things is. Was it the actual tag group? I am not sure. I do not believe or so. Or was it that someone who stole the idea and ran with it? Probably somebody who stole the idea and ran with it. That's also unfortunate. No, Steam, I want you to close down because you're downloading something in the background. Damn it, Steam, close down. Sit, sit, there you go. I don't know, $7 and you're breathing into the mic. I need to get a better mic. Yes, I've told you this for a while. Now that you've actually got like a set location yep. that is probably not going to change for a while, it probably is a good time to get a microphone yep. and such. I could even, I could even get a, a boom and attach it to the wall. <gasps> I have mine and mine is attached to the desk. Well, aren't you special? Yes, I am special. Kate tells me that all the time. I, I don't think that... Never mind. But, okay. So Ford and GM are getting sued. Again? Yes, but not for the reason we're all thinking of. They're okay. getting sued by the music industry. What? Do these people have nothing better to do with their time than look around and be like, who can we sue today? The Alliance for Artists and Recording Companies, AARC, is suing... There's a fun group of people. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they're suing Ford and GM because the companies sold cars with CD players that can rip music to the vehicle's hard drives. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. The, the, the feature in the Ford is called the jukebox, which in the manual says your mobile media navigation system has a jukebox, which allows you to save desired tracks or CDs to the hard drive for later access. The hard drive can store up to 10 gigabytes of music. So the Audio Home Recording Act of 1992 protected against distributing digital audio recording devices whose primary purpose is to rip copyrighted material. So because the the disk drive in your computer can be used to play music and play games. And was not specifically said, hey, use this to rip music. It was good. But since Ford and GM specifically said, hey, this hard drive is for ripping music, that's a no-no. So this was really Ford and GM being idiots and not being aware of the Audio Home Recording Act of 1992. It's one of those things that's like, how is... At the same time... 1992 was 22 years ago. Yes. Maybe it's time to update the Audio Home Recording Act. Oh, believe me, there's plenty of things that need to be updated with the DMCA, the Audio Home Recording Act, the FCC rules. The FCC. There are FCC rules that are still on the books that were created in 1927. Pretty sure communications have changed a lot. Just a little bit. So the lawsuit for is uh, calling for damages equal to $2,500 per CD player installed per car. That's a lot of money. That said, per car, how much is a car? Twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Right, and you want to? Did, did you want to maybe rethink that when you look at the list of cars that this was installed in? Oh, at the Lincoln MKS, the Ford. Exp- okay, so these are probably a little bit forty, fifty thousand. Right, the Buick LaCrosse, the Cadillac. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's no way they lost two thousand five hundred dollars per car. Well, that um right, that's that's what the damages are supposed to be is like lost sales or something like that. Okay, these damages were calculated as the unpaid royalties over the past 3 years as well as an additional amount equal to 50% of the actual damages to be paid to the artists who registered their copyrights. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> unpaid royalties over the past 3 years? I don't think so. Look, this <laughs> The idea between this Audio Home Recording Act was that I would buy a cassette, and I would copy it, and then I'd give it to Andy, and he'd copy it, and we'd give it to Brian, and he'd copy it, and people would make copies of the copies, and then they've lost money, because those were potential sales. That's not how this would work. I'm not going to go to Andy and say, Andy, let me borrow your entire CD library so that I can put it into my car. I just like how the fact that, all right, what I could do, I could take my car... I could take a hard drive that I could go to the store and buy. Yeah. I could go to my computer, plug that hard drive into my computer, rip all the CDs I own onto that hard drive. Which is a rather significant amount. Yes. That would be entirely legal. And then I would take this hard drive and put it in my car and listen to it. And that would be 100% legal according to the way everything was written down. Yep. Right? Yep. So instead of plugging it into my computer, I just put the hard drive directly into my 
my car and just skip all those middle steps. And, and now suddenly, it's illegal. Now it's illegal. Yep. Wow. Well, let, let's be honest. It's uh, Let's not be honest. Let's be careful. We'll still be honest. It's not illegal for you to put it in your car. It's illegal for the car company to sell it. As a way of avoiding copyright laws. Because your computer was sold with a CD drive as you can use this to do things with your computer, not you can use this to copy music. We can certainly agree it's stupid. Yes, that's just, there's one thing that is true about this case is this is dumb. Very. I also do not believe this number of 2,500. I think that's fucking bullshit. Pardon the language. I no, yeah, that's I, I yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so TAL. This American Life. This American Life. Yes, I know. Uh, I'm posting this topic on here because this is probably something that Dave and I are probably going to listen to at some point in the future. But This American Life did an episode on diplomacy. I don't like This American Life. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to listen to it. Okay. You listen to it. Let me know. Okay. But they didn't do it on just like generic diplomacy. They did it on the board game diplomacy. Oh, it hadn't even occurred to me that you were talking about like diplomatic relations. Well, um... (laughs) For the, for the This American Life, the author of this audio thing, story, story, thing. Uh, actually got a real life diplomat and advisor to four presidents to help him wade through a game of diplomacy. Uh, interesting. <laughs> so Very the guy, interesting. The guy brings a professional international would, diplomat. Would a real diplomat be helpful in the game of diplomacy? I don't know. I, you, I'd almost rather have like a general. Like, I'd rather have a strategist than a diplomat. But you can only go... There, there, is, there is a point. If you're in the, enough of a lead, you can do it on your own, and then a strategist is the only thing you require. But in the beginning, you have to work with the other players around you. It's a given. If you're playing Turkey, you have to talk to Russia that first turn and be like, what's going on with the Black Sea? Like, we need to divide up the Black Sea right now. But you can't really divide up the Black Sea. You, it's, it's either we're going to keep bouncing off of it, or we're going to declare it a DMZ and neither one of us is supposed to go in there. And then at that point, you have to figure out diplomacy. You know, once or you get up to... I seven, will trust you to go in there and not take my capital city. Yes. <laughs> Just remember that I've announced this to the entire board and that if you attack, no one will trust you for the rest of the game. So it's going to be an interesting thing to listen to is how does a real diplomat work in, in diplomacy? diplomacy? Yeah. In diplomacy? Diplomacy. Yes. Okay. Uh, Verizon LTE. Yeah. um, Verizon, like no surprise, wants to, you know, throttle their internet access because that's what they do. It's like the frog and the scorpion. (laughs) That's that's awful. Why did you sting me? Now we both die. I'm a fucking scorpion. Why are you throttling my, my internet? I'm your ISP. That's what we do. Um, but what the, yep. how, how they're throttling people is where the FCC is starting to uh, voice a concern. because they Starting are, to. Yes. Starting to. I love it. Thank you, FCC, for protecting my interests. Um, Verizon plans to start limiting customers who, quote-unquote, fall within the top 5% of data users on our network, have fulfilled their minimal contractual commitment, and are on unlimited plans using a 4G LTE device. So, if you've been on Verizon a while, you're done with your two-year contract, but you're still on Verizon, and you were smart and you didn't upgrade, so you still have an unlimited data plan. If you are within the top 5% of data users on, your, on the network, you're going to get throttled. 
that, that, but those are the like upstanding. I've been using Verizon for X amount of time. People, yeah. Why would you punish them for staying with Verizon? I don't which know. Which is this... already one of the more expensive options. I, I, I don't know. Why would you punish your users? I, oh, bizarro. Yeah, so the FCC is now asking Verizon questions about this, and they've sent a letter going, what are you guys doing? This doesn't what, are you, what are you actually trying to do here? Are you sure you want to do it like that? Yeah, That's question the, number oh, one okay. starts out, what is Nothing your rationale? Please explain to me the reasoning behind what we you're can. doing here. Because we can. All right. So what, number two, like, why is Verizon that's, Wireless that's extending this speed reduction from its 3G networks to its much more efficient 4G? Well, because they don't have 4G everywhere. Mm-hmm. Number three, how does this plan justify the? It's okay. How does Verizon justify this policy consistent with its continuing obligations under the 700 megahertz C block rules, under which Verizon Wireless may not deny, limit, or restrict the ability of end users to download and utilize applications of their choosing on the C block? Wow, this is. F- Oh, <laughs> I couldn't even are get you, through that paragraph. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Are you done? Why do you try to read things from the FCC on the show? Oh, because uh, I want to make okay, sure Cupid. We're, we're all on the same page. No, <laughs> we aren't. Um, so Facebook got in trouble recently. Yes. Facebook got into quite a bit of trouble when they announced that they'd been doing psychological research based on altering people's feeds. Yes. Okay, Cupid just published a book on their experiments. Ooh. It was I should I should clarify it's not actually Okay, Cupid, but it's a guy who was on Okay, Cupid who who worked for the company and used it as a platform to test user interactions and explore data and explore relationship data. Wow. Did you want to talk about any of these? Some of these things are just ridiculous. Like they decided yeah. to remove, remove all pictures from their website. The uh, blind date. So they, they made an app. They made a dap and it was, uh, it was an app to set up blind dates. And so to celebrate it a year after it was out, they, they did Love is Blind Day, where they took down all the pictures. So if I went to somebody's profile, I would not be able to see... Would not see their pictures. Yeah. All you would see is their profile. And they, they posted a, a graphic comparison between what a normal day would look like and what that day looked like. And you can kind of see right when they turned it off and turned it back on. <laughs> Uh, because traffic to the site plummeted. Well, conversations plummeted, new conversations. But they did talk about, like, the net effect was actually really good. That not being dependent on the pictures, people actually had much more in-depth conversations. They went on for longer, uh, more people responded to the first messages, contact details were exchanged much more quickly. Wow, it's... I just find this hilarious where people are like, oh yeah, we'll, uh... It's one of those things that's probably hiding in the terms of service of all these things that says, yes, we can do whatever we want, however we want to do it, and there's nothing you can do about it. You agreed to the TOS. You really should have read that terms of service. I really, I kind of like uh, their their third experiment, the power of suggestion, where they told people who, uh, by whatever algorithms they had, had at like a thirty percent match, which is you know this probably isn't what you want to do. It's it's not necessarily going to last. 
And they told them that they had a 90% match. It's like, hey, this is actually really good. You two fit well together. And the ones that they did that were more successful (laughs) in the long run. Wow. This, oh my goodness. I kind of want to read this book. Dataclism. Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Google, and lots of other data from OKQ. This is, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to read this. So, what can we take from this article? Is Don't the fact trust that- anything online. That's the takeaway. Don't... Don't you, just don't trust. Don't do it. Don't you, do it. You can't trust Wikipedia because who knows what's editing. Yeah, you, you can't trust. Oh. <laughs> you can't trust oh. dating websites because who knows if they're trying to mess with your heads. You can't trust your I, Facebook feed because maybe they're trying to mess with your head. I forgot to post that. What? U.S. Congress has been banned from Wikipedia. <gasps> oh, that's hilarious. No computers from the IP address that belongs to the Congress can edit Wikipedia. <laughs> nice. The question is, what about their home addresses? That, that I'm sure is fine. Yeah. But from the Capitol, you can't edit Wikipedia. Oh, good. Uh, Instagram is launching a Snapchat competitor, which is silly. I you, actually you have, have Snapchat. I used it once. I was not a fan of it. No? No, I, I, I did not care for Snapchat. I took it just because it was one of those things where it's, I think I'm on there just because of work, where it's like sometimes I might just need to snap somebody a picture of something going, hey, what does this error message mean? And send it that way. But I used it once and I never got a response. I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, why would you do? Because that means they have like 10 seconds to look at the error, right? That's the whole point of Snapchat is that it's temporary. Yes. So you're like, hey, here's 10 seconds. What's this error? Well, maybe it's something they recognize. So you could just send it. Do you recognize this? Or you could have sent them an MMS or a Google Hangout or emailed them the picture or any number of other ways that aren't inherently self-destructive. Yeah, that's why I said I used it once. Okay. What? Literally one time. Okay. Once. Once. Yes. Only once. Uh-huh. You said often frequently. What? It's Gilbert and Sullivan. Oh. Get some culture, damn it. Hey, I saw Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, what'd you think? I thought you said there were actual words of if I was a rich man. Not all of it. But I just go, I, I just, la, 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 But no, he goes, fetal, deedle, deedle, fetal, deedle, 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 dumb. Yeah. What's the fetal, difference? Deedle, deedle, um. There's no difference, but you were like, no, you because, must do it right. Because there's actual words after that. Well, yes, I know there's the actual words. I yes, know but you wouldn't sing those words either. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> If I were a very wealthy tradition. Oh God! <laughs> oh, we had just seen um, we had just seen Fiddle on the Roof, and then we were watching The Daily Show, and he did something about Israel where he had everybody like he as soon as he, every time he said Israel, everybody written the rest of the cast would like come up right next to his head and start yelling at him. And one of the guys at the very end had like a little stinger at the end. And one of the times he did it was the tradition, and I'm like, aha! I get it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll get a lot of extra little jokes that they put on The Daily Show now. I feel like I have to watch Goodfellas for The Daily Show. Now I've got filler on the roof. Trying to think about other things that keep on showing up there all the time. Um, But that's here nor there. Neither here nor there. What did I say? Neither? Uh, All I heard was that's here nor there. It must have cut out for a sec. Sorry. Neither, neither, either, either. Let's call the whole thing off. That I've seen. Really? Uncultured swine, my ass. <laughs> I didn't 
call you swine. <laughs> you called me uncultured, though. All I said was get some culture. I never called you uncultured. Hey, I've gone to see the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. I've seen... I've gone to the yes. Gilbert... Wait, wait, wait. What did you see the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra play? 1812 Overture. Okay, good. And some you other stuff. I don't remember what the other stuff was. Live. Yes, they also did VGL. Yep. I went to the touring now. Kil- uh, Kalamazoo Keyboard Festival as well. I'm trying to think what else that we did. We went to the Irish Fest. I'm trying to be cultured. So speaking of Ireland... Yes, I know. In the UK... Uh, what? You see there? I, would, I went to Ireland in the UK... Uh, Great Britain. Yeah, except Ireland is not part of the UK. Of the UK, yes, I know, but it's close. No, it, Ireland is not. First off, when you when you say Ireland, we're, I assume you're talking about, like, not the island, but the actual country. Yes. That's not part of the UK. No, it's not, is it? No. Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Oh, The so Republic close. of Ireland is definitely, absolutely not part of the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those mistakes you should not make while you're over there. Because I feel so like there's a British, right? That that's that's accurate. No, oh, that could get you hurt. Yes. So, um, in the UK, which is next to Ireland, okay. driverless cars will be allowed on public roads starting in January. In the entirety of the United Kingdom. Yes. That's cool. That's very cool. Nice. So, yeah, you can now have... Uh, driverless cars. They are ahead of us. Yes. Again. In six months, then they will have the entire country. It'll be like, boom. Well, that'll be a good testing ground then. Especially for your Mercedes-Benz S-Class. Which is not a driverless car unless you have the following two items, duct tape and a can of soda. Okay, when you say driverless car, yes, what are you saying in this case? I'm saying that <laughs> you don't have to be in the driver's seat for this car. Okay, but so this is, this is, I'm not, I haven't even looked at this article, but I'm going to tell you what this is. Okay. This is using lane keep assist. Yes. And adaptive cruise control. Yes. Which is, once you get on the highway, yes. as long as there is no construction, as long as other drivers are being you know, good, then you can just keep the cruise control on and not be in the car. And it will keep going. It will follow the road. Yes. Now, um, there is a feature in the S-Class that's, uh, that will basically prohibit you from, you know, like, setting this up in your car and then jumping out and letting the car just keep going. Right. Where you have to have your hands on the steering wheel. Oh, that's where the Coke can comes in. Yes. Because if you remove your hands off the safe, off the steering wheel, there's a safety timeout that will turn off the stuff and be like, hey, and it'll start bells and whistles and all the jazz. Yeah. So somebody took some duct tape and taped a can of soda to the steering wheel, which was just enough weight on it to uh, make it think that your hands are still on the steering wheel. Nice. Uh, I would like to point you, by the way, to the Hyundai commercial called the Empty Car Convoy. Okay. Empty Car Convoy, Hyundai. All right. Uh, when the episode is over, go and watch that. All right. So this is not a driverless car. A driverless car implies that it can handle highway exits, entrances, that it can handle a city. This is someone taking advantage of lane keep assist. Yes. And adaptive cruise control, which is actually what this commercial does as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like, oh, you can, UK is allowing driverless cars. Oh, look, somebody hacked their car to be somewhat driverless. No, which, that is not, not driverless. In the article, they say, do not try this at home, which makes sense. Which, I don't want you to be taking a nap while your car drives. Right. Just because you got a can of Red Bull taped to the steering wheel. No. 
Sorry, don't do that. It's bad. Okay. So Google Plus is dying. What? Bullshit. Yep. Nope. I call bullshit. Well, what do you mean seem- it's dying? Well, back in April, the head of Google Plus left the company. And okay. Hangouts was allowing people to connect to Hangouts that were not part of Google Plus. And now you don't need to use your real name. Nope. And now um, Google Plus Photos will now be removed from Google Plus. Not removed. Spun off. Spun off. Okay. There's a significant difference. Removed implies like we're done with this. It's gone. Okay. No, no. It's going to be separated from and turned into its own thing. Okay. That's kind of cool. I've actually really enjoyed the, the photos stuff that Google's been doing. And it's nice not to have it tied to Plus. I would like to know whatever the hell happened to Picasa, which was their photo stuff before Google+. Didn't Picasa just turn into photos? Like it got merged into Google+. Ah. So, yeah, but that's okay. So cool. Good for them. Well done. Man, I'm looking at some of my pictures. I'm like, why the hell did I take a picture of this? Oh, those are fireworks. Oh, okay. Did you try to take pictures of fireworks with your phone? Yes, it didn't work. No, Andy! You know more than that. <laughs> I was curious. You know to see, how cameras work. I was curious to see what it was going to do. You know how cameras work. I know. Oh, there's a picture of my sunbird. Ooh. That was are, are we going through, what, just photos.google.com? I'm just, I, ter- I opened up the photos thing on my uh, phone here, and, oh, there was a the time I solved the Rubik's Cube on Google's website. Oh. Finished it in 16 minutes yep. and 54 seconds. Would have been faster, but it was extremely hard cool. to do Good that job. with a trackball. Mm-hmm. Have you done the four-dimensional Rubik's Cube yet? The what? Have I even shown you the four-dimensional Rubik's Cube yet? No, no, you haven't. Oh. I'm Googling Google, it. Hold look on. Look up four-dimensional Rubik's Cube. There you go. What the hell? Four-dimensional Rubik's Cube. That's crazy. All right, I'll have to wrap my head around that one later, you know, once it's not and crazy. And Andy was just sucked into the fourth dimension. Um, I'm in the fourth yeah. dimension right now. What do you mean when it's not crazy? Ah, oh, crap. Is oh, my... no. Get him oh, out. No. Get him out. He can't last in the fourth dimension. Shit. Come on, internet. Okay, anyway. Get back up to speed. Back up to speed. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, the quality is improving. Sounds good. I can hear you now. I, uh, yes, but is there a delay? Uh, that I don't know. I'm guessing from the delay in your answer that yes, there still is a delay. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, it's getting better. I'm not dead yet. Not quite dead. Get, I feel like I should go for a walk. No, no walks. No walks. No walkies. At least not yet. Um, random review. Uh, this one's yours, which is good because I just closed down all my Google Chrome tabs. Oh, that's so all by the extension. The, the connection got so much better. <laughs> I'm going to review the reason I had to take a nap today. Oh, God. What did you, you played? You didn't do one more turn, did you? You just kept on going. <laughs> one more turn was at three in the morning uh and that so i my two o'clock self is very foolish my two o'clock a.m self is you know i can do work on four hours of sleep i'm totally okay with that like i'm just training a class i can get in front of people and i really need to be careful what i say because some of my trainees might actually listen to this show now um yeah like i i can do that that's fine i i'll manage Oh, Dave. I did. I managed. I got through the whole week doing just fine on like four and five hours of sleep a night. Uh, but I, I kind of had to collapse. I was, I was physically exhausted at the end of today. I came so, home and actually just collapsed. 
you were fine up until the point where you came home and collapsed into yeah. a stupor. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fine. I was doing fine driving my car until I ran into that wall. Uh, well, you know, you're doing fine until you actually hit the wall. Yeah. So um, I found a, a, an add-on, as you know, we were talking about add-ons before. I found a new map for Civ Five called Play the World Extended. Civ Five, Play the World Extended map. Okay. It's Earth. Now, Civ Five comes with an Earth map. Yes, yes, it but does. it's garbage. It is like yeah, because it's small. It it fits the largest size that Civ Five has, which means that like France is one city. Well, Holy it, crap! This is a huge map. It, yeah, this is they 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 bent the rules to make a much larger map. Um, it's not you know perfect to scale. Like Hawaii is huge. Hawaii is bigger than Michigan. Yes, but the Great I... Lakes are more than a tile. Lake Michigan is like two or three tiles long. Um, Spain, you can fit like four or five cities in Spain. So it's pretty enormous. And I decided to play a, a normal game, like quick game, with 21 computers. Oh. Now, there's actually something that I discovered today, talking with Andy before the show, that there's an enhanced map pack that allows you to play with 43 civilizations. That's all of the civilizations. You are literally playing... With everyone. I might try that. Um, but just just to give you an idea of this, on this extension, on this, this mod, it says, Note, you should have at least 4 gigabytes of RAM and a quad-core processor to play this. And they're not joking. I would hit enter and then alt-tab out to go read a webcomic or read a page and wait for the computers to take their turn. And it wasn't even the computers taking their turn that was the part that took the longest. It was when it was back to my turn and the computer had to figure out everything that happened between. When my 41 cities all completed what they were working on. This map is amazing. It's incredible. It, it is so big. Holy crap. Well, you know, um, my boss wants me to learn some Active Directory stuff there. So I've actually got a uh, 2003 server. Okay. <laughs> Should just are throw you... this on here and see how well that handles it. Uh, it won't. No? Oh, because oh. the graphics intensive, not yeah. just number crunching. Yeah, you're right. Stupid graphics. Yeah, so there's a lot of sieves in this map. It's a huge map, and it's so, so goddamn fun. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god. I mean, I, you know, I've been playing Civ Five for a while, and I, I'm at the point on a normal game where I'm like, okay, that was fun. It's like 11.30 at night. I'm going to call it quits, and I'm, I, I just stop wherever I'm at, and I'll even just let the game die. I won't even save it. I was up until 3 in the morning going those goddamn Zulus to the south, decided to declare war, going uh, the, the militaristic route with 21 other civilizations is really dangerous. I would not doubt that. Because as you get more aggressive, all of the AIs are like, hey, you're getting kind of aggressive. And at some point, you just cross a threshold, and the next turn, they all declare war. And then you're playing King of the Hill of, come on, bring it on. Yep. I had, I had the weakest army uh, because I tried a new tactic for capturing cities. Oh? Yeah. Well, I'm, I was playing Egypt, so I'm in the Mediterranean. Okay. So I got three galleuses. 
which is the the first ranged ship you can get. Yes. And a galley or whatever, a trireme, right? Yeah. Which is a melee ship. And I just would bombard the coasts. <laughs> I'd sit there. I'd bombard the coast. I'd bombard the coast. I'd bombard the coast. Next turn, I'd do it again. And then I'd capture the city. And then I'd move on. So you were some sort of like pirate. Right. Like I had I had a good portion of the Mediterranean just from piracy, from capturing cities from the sea. Because hmm. if you look at the map, most of the Mediterranean is sea. It's yeah. shallow enough to send the boats. So I, I was just like, okay, well, there we And so I had Greece, Saudi Arabia, Rome, Egypt. I had basically that entire area of the Mediterranean. And then everyone else declared war on me. Oh, Turkey as well. Although I guess, so everyone didn't declare war on me until I took the entirety of England. I had already moved out there. So you were the Vikings. I was and the, Roman, the Empire. Roman Empire. I was the Roman Empire. Yeah, Roman I Empire really would be better. I really was the Roman Empire. I took all of the Mediterranean. I just went around the coast, through Spain, up the coast. I, I didn't attack France. I never attacked France. France has been a friend the entire time. And then I conquered uh, England, and then, like, ten computers all declared war on me. Oh, and then I used my 25 cities at the time, threw myself into science, and turned around, and all of a sudden they're shooting me with, like, great war infantry, and I'm coming out with marines. <laughs> they all started asking for peace pretty quickly after that. I wouldn't doubt it. And started giving me cities. It's an incredible map, and I really, 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 really want to play it with a lot of people. I I don't... That would just take forever. We would turn on turn timers. Yes. Yes, yes, we would have to. Yep. But I want to play this map with a huge group. Maybe not 22 people, and certainly not 43 people, but I want to play this map with a huge group. This map would work for Pit Boss. It's amazing. It's... this. Yeah, this is so cool. This this map is built for Pit Boss. This is what it is. So let's run a Pit Boss. What's about that that 2003 server? Well, like I said, it doesn't have a graphics card. Well, it doesn't have... Pitboss doesn't have to run a graphics card. New one does, if I remember correctly. The new one actually has to run as basically a standalone version of Civ V. Boo. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Play the World Extended, the Brave New World Edition. 22 civilizations all in their proper place. Uh, Resources are distributed well to represent what they really are. It's like Saudi Arabia. There's tons of oil. I don't doubt it at all that they've spent their time on this one. (laughs) It's so worth playing. And it's free, right? It's free. Hey, look at that. You just need Civ V and Gods and Kings and Brave New World. So Civ V, all the fixings... And then you can play it. Yep. Oh, and having Mongolia and the Inca expansions would also be helpful because those are in here by default. Now, I know I have the Mongolians. I'm not sure if I have the Incans. I'll have to check my list. Okay. So, um, random topic? Yeah. Okay, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What wine goes with grilled tribbles? Grilled tribbles. Grilled tribbles. Tribbles being the furry creatures from Star Trek. Yes. The the one episode, Trouble with Tribbles. And the Deep Space Nine episode as well. That was a really good Deep Space Nine episode. I know you don't like Deep Space Nine. That was a really good episode. I... I, I just couldn't get... You were like, yeah, once you get first through the first season, it'll be great. And then I'm thinking, I have to get through the first season. I have to it spend 24 hours to even try and get through the first season. There's still good stuff in the first season. <sighs> you don't need to watch it. That's fine. We're actually I have working not watched our way th- the original series. 
Oh, we are actually through the first season of the original series already. We're on the second season. Thank you, yep. Amazon Instant Video. Yep, I I have not watched the original series. I've seen some episodes. I've seen most of the important ones, but I have not watched it. I am actually now so, looking up the Memory Alpha listing for Tribbles to actually see. Are are they actually creatures that have flesh, or are they just little balls of hair? I am I'm loading it up. Hold on. Memory Alpha is taking a little time here. Oh, here we go. History. Da, da, da. Appearances, background, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing about their actual... Their anatomy? Yeah. Well, wait. It, so in, in the, the not wrath of khan into darkness wrath of khan he stabs the tribble with uh, a needle yes all right and injects it with blood so there's some sort of flesh under there yes okay so to me that means that they're going to be like chicken nuggets very furry chicken nuggets so well but you you defer them yes right you're not going to eat them with the fur so if you're grilling a triple you're going to defer it you're going to it's going to be a little ball of meat so what goes what wine gets paired with i I hate to ask this what wine would you pair with chicken nuggets (laughs) there's sommelier is crying out now fast food wine pairings here we go Is there an actual website? I'm kind of terrified that this exists. It's mashable. Uh, There's a wine pairing for onion rings, for pizza rolls, for french fries. There's a wine pairing for Krispy Kreme donuts, for a cheeseburger, for a Doritos Locos taco. Here you go. Chicken nuggets. It's a uh, Arbois Vin Juan, I think is how it's pronounced. Tever uh, genetically unstable local grape variety. Wow. Product of a regionally specific ambient yeast, a temperamental and genetically unstable local grape variety, and long laissez faire aging. Uh, would be uncanny the fact that fast food not exists but is regularly and properly consumed. Yeah, Vinjuan, an Arbois Vinjuan. That would be my answer then. Oh, if and if you're supposed to have a pretzel, then a California Chardonnay what you pair with it. Alright, some places actually gone with the anatomy of a triple. Let's see if I can do triple and chicken. See if that's a right. A Lambrusco for a cheeseburger? Wine and food matcher. Chicken nuggets. Found 13 wines to pair with chicken nuggets. A Bordeaux. Uh, yeah, basically Bordeaux. Looks like it. A lot of French wine is what you pair with a chicken nugget. That's kind of what I got. I'm just in here now looking at the anatomy of a triple. It's pretty much... What is the anatomy of a triple? Well, we got mouth, lung, brain, heart, kidney, esophagus, liver, stomach, intestines, and the rest of it is all sexual organs. Because, as according to Spock, they do two things. Eat and reproduce, and they perform both of these functions exceptionally well. Tiny brain! Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of, uh... Alright, now here's the question for you, though. Um, the guy who wrote the Troubles with Tribbles episode said that he... Kept the license for the Tribble. Well, no, he was he was telling the rabbits in Australia story, so maybe they taste like rabbit. Maybe it's some sort of like wild gamey taste. Oh, that's that's potential. So, what do you pair with rabbit? Rabbit, maybe squirrel, something along those lines. I mean, you you, you need to. All right, well let's let's lay, let's take a look. Uh, oh, there's some really good rabbit recipes. Holy crap! Yeah, forget forget your chicken nuggets. We'll just go Jack rabbit salad, grilled rabbit over radicchio, rabbit confit cannellini with sweet English peas, morel mushrooms, and black winter truffle sauce. What? <laughs> Can I get? Oh god, they have a recipe. Ingredients: one whole rabbit, <laughs> one bottle white wine, four cloves of garlic, four shallots, uh, a pound of onions, a pound of mushrooms, a cup of water, another pound of mushrooms. 
pound of shucked English peas, two tablespoons butter, eight fresh square pasta sheets, and kosher salt. There's no way in hell I'm shucking an entire pound of peas. You buy it shucked. True. So yeah, I'm going to say it's probably some sort of something that would go with rabbit. Okay. So that's my answer. Sure. And you I kind of like the nuggets. idea of chicken nuggets. Yeah, okay. You're going to go with chicken nuggets. I'm going to go with something that goes with rabbit, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Sound like a plan? I think so. Is that everything? Yes, that is everything. Thank God. We're out of here. That's a wrap. Oh, thank God. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.